Brighton Talk Sex, the sex education we never had at school. You're listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Sponsored by She Said Boutique, bringing to you the finest selection of designer lingerie, burlesque fashion, adult toys and erotica. Welcome to Brighton Talk Sex and today I'm with Matt because um, Matt has been exploring his own tantra and sexual consciousness adventure and um, I was feeling so inspired by what Matt has been experiencing that I invited him to come and share with us today. So hello Matt. Hi Michelle, hi (laughs) everyone. (laughs) So I'd really like to know um, what called you to this in the first place. That's uh, you know that's a great question. Well, yeah, how did it start? How did uh, my interest and I guess indeed uh, a need to to go on this path? Um, I was. I was at a point, I guess, where I was really feeling that um, I wasn't, I wasn't experiencing, I wasn't experiencing the full depth or breadth of my um, sexuality, my sexual experience, my ability to feel that it was a bit that it was that it was limited. Um, uh, and I don't know how I knew that it was, but it was, um, it was just a felt sense and intuition. I'd, um, had some tantric experiences before. Um, and I had had, uh, through, I guess, I think my initial encounter that I'd had, I'd had uh, an experience that, um, had, uh, given me a taste of the possibility of feeling something vaster than just um uh genital orgasm um and i kind of i just felt like it was time to do it i'm at a point in my life where there's you know i'm middle-aged i felt there was a point where if i you know it was time to do it now it was Mm. um a time to you really enter into exploring all I could feel. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing you you wanted to feel more in your sexual connection. Is that between your partner or or and for yourself as well? I th- the, the the two things. I mean, you can't separate those things. Um, yeah, I mean, it what it it was. So it was uh, it, it for me. Um, I guess, you know, if I'm not, if I'm at a place of limitation, then all my experience mm. is going to be limited. Mm-hmm. Um, um, limited in, in, in what I feel and, and in what I can, uh, share. Um, I guess I was feeling a kind of a frustration as well. Um, I had a lot of, uh, I had a lot of sexual energy, I knew that, but I get, I had a lot of, um, shame around that as well. Uh, I think it's kind of hard 
to 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 plot a path in uh, there there isn't a path set out for you in mainstream culture and how to <clears throat> be uh, uh, a, you know a sexual being um, you know we, the, the sexual liberation was some decades ago but it didn't it wasn't you know it, it kind of opened the Pandora's box of sex and made it more public but it didn't necessarily liberate sexuality the fee and I mean that as a in a felt sense Hmm. Does that um, does that make sense? Yeah, it, yeah, it does to me. It's kind of it opened a box, but didn't really then show us a way of how well, to it explore that. Yeah, and it kind of, you know, I've, it still became something that we do. It became something that we do, and it, it sort of gave permission to a lot of things, but then they got um, commodified. I guess um, hmm. you know, it's like. <laughs> So you're talking here about a different kind of sexual freedom. Mm. I mean, the hippie time was sexual freedom as in it, it created a sexual freedom, but not this kind of sexual freedom that you've come to know. Yeah, no. Yeah. One's no. a felt sense and one is a sexual freedom through our activity, yeah. our uh, relationships. Well, I can't, our you know. expression as a... The hippies wanted to open a door to feeling, but obviously mm. they opened it and it become, it quickly becomes... You know, mainstream culture yeah. moves is it's much stronger, and it takes hold of it, and it commercialises it, and so mm. it just you know, as we can see, it's moved into actually a, a, a more. It's moved into actually what it's become is sexuality becoming just meaning that actually pornography is more available and more mainstream, mm. and actually that because you know my sex education. You know, porn was still, you know, when I was a kid, porn was still something that was in the cupboard <laughs> that mm. was hidden away or, you know, it, it was on the, the top or, or on the top <laughs> shelf or, yeah. you know, wherever. And, and now it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, there's a, been a pornographication of just mainstream culture and it's everywhere. Mm. And that, and that's just the, like the same sort of paradigm of sex, uh, sex that's just, um, you know, an idea of male sexuality as being constantly ready, constantly virile, constant a virility that's about hardness and penetration and very mm. forceful sex. And I thought I had an I thought I had a handle on that before. Mm. And I thought, okay, well that is, you know, that's that's not real, that's porn sex. But then through moving into my you know, the more subtle experiences that I've had that I'm sure we will go on to talk about I've I've come to realize that actually that's just you know all sex education even as a child in school when you think it's given to you in quite a you think it's being given in an objective manner uh, it's still just about penetration ejaculation impregnation mm. that's what you get given mm. um, yeah. and so you follow that path and you follow that, you know, those, and you kind of, you know, you discover it for yourself through teenage trial and error. And even when you're in an intimate relationship, there's, even if you're both open, and my partner and I were open, you know, we talk, there's still a taboo about really discussing the experience. 
because you're kind of worried about how you're going to be perceived or mm. um, or you feel you should just like you should know mm. you know that's the, and, and, and why should you what why well, you know it's well how could we possibly yeah yeah <laughs> yeah without ever be yeah without having yeah with the limited ex- experience you have you know you pick it you know you you pick it up through ill-informed conversation and cultural mm. representation and myth and cultural myths of, of romance and mm. masculinity and they're all you know it's you have to, and then mm. you're carrying that concoction around and it's. Mm. But you, I remember one thing for you in particular was what it what it meant to be a man. Yeah. So there's a whole idea of what a man is and a lot yeah. of letting go around that which was a wonderful thing for well, me to observe yeah. you was that all these ideas and beliefs that are placed upon men about what man should be were, were falling away um from you to reveal you um yeah well i i didn't even fit it's like i you know i was carrying them mm. they're like they're like an art you know like a an armor or a baggage that you carry around or whatever other you know similar metaphors um and you've put them on you've accepted them but you don't I, it was like and it was just like i couldn't i knew they were you know that it wasn't the right fit yet still i was trying to be there. act them out in Im- mm. embody them and then when i couldn't meet them because they're unrealistic Mm. Even though you know intellectually I knew they were unrealistic, I still then felt inadequate because mm. I wasn't I wasn't meeting those those ideas. And you know I've had, but men yeah. do. Yeah, you know as women we have our own as well. But if we're not meeting uh, what that label means, mm. then we can feel like a a failure. Even if we know that those even if you demands, see through it, yeah. You know, even if yeah, even if we can see through that that isn't realistic, we can still feel well. Again, I mean, lesser I've, than yeah, completely uh, lesser than because there isn't anything you don't know what else there is no. to be. So you're just like you don't yeah that doesn't fit, but you you haven't got you always yeah it's like they're identities, aren't you? You're trying to latch onto something. You're trying to mm. you trying to be something instead of what I have now discovered simply just being that thing mm-hmm. be, um, and you know it, the, the, the you know you if you try and open I've tried to open up about these things and I, you know I've never shied away from trying you know this is you know I've had you know I was brought up in the 70s so it was you know there was a kind of a <laughs> that was an interesting you know the boomers were an interesting generation of parents they were quite they'd been quite starved of Mm. intimate touch it was quite you know it was quite austere their upbringing and they were kind of somewhere in between it was quite so you know there's that that uh, there was quite a a toughness that around sort of you know that I tried that I found quite traumatizing as a as a child and so I've had you know I've had conventional talking therapy and this this idea of my sexual identity has come up in that but you, you could talk about it till you're blue in the face because it's actually it just goes around and you know that you know the mind is this like this great 
judge and jury in it. That's what it likes to do. It likes to reason and have arguments and argue against it. And that can just yeah. go on while you're sleeping. It, you know, you wake up mm. and then it's still there. You know, the, Talking and reading yeah. about it is different. Yeah, yeah. It. Another thing I found really interesting um, through our first contact was that your partner really knew um, you'd fully discussed yeah. that you were approaching me, you fully discussed of her why you wanted to come and then how supportive she has been through that to the fact that I actually finally got to meet her and she said thank you for yeah. what you've done to my husband, which was really amazing because um, for many when... Um, a partner oh, wants to... Be a deal-breaker, right? Yeah, when a partner says they want to explore their sexuality or explore who they are as a sexual person, there's a, there's an immediate sense of threat mm. to the other, especially, um, you know, if you're going to a therapist, some people can feel threatened by that and some people may even say they're not given permission for that. Of course. Um, and it was very... Uh, the, the permission part is in, not that you need permission but it's important because otherwise we're going to a therapist with shame around how our partner wow. feels and and your partner was was so um open and supportive and so how you know how did how did how did that work for both of well, you and how did it affect you to know that she was 100% you exploring you as an individual. Well, my answer to that's twofold. Um, and I have to take a step back to answer, answer it to start with. Um, so you, I may lose track and you might need to bring me back to the question. You, you, okay. But that I had, tr as, I, as I've already uh, intimated, I had, had uh, tried to have tantric therapy before and yeah. I hadn't discussed it with her. Mm. Um, and I did take shame to that and I did take different ideas to it because of that mm. and I knew that couldn't work again because of my experience with doing that I'd gone, f you know, with the I thought my full intention was to heal and to and to progress and now I can see that actually it was that the, the, the lack of openness about it within my relationship undermined that. Mm. Um, I undermined myself through that, but also I took ideas to it as well that it, I did still take conventional sexual ideas to it because of that as well, that it was kind of, it was, it, well, it's a secret. It was, it was, uh, you know, I was going to get healed, but it was secret and it was, mm. and in that way it was illicit and yeah, yeah, it was just to, there was, and yeah, uh, yeah, I'd un uh, the experiences I had at them as well because of that. I can't, I can't unpick the whether it was because I had that attitude that they that they weren't as they weren't entirely healing focused. There was an element of that, or I, or whether that whether it was my attitude or whether it was just that there is a lot of. You know, it, I'm being careful how I choose my words here because I don't want to be derogatory. But there are some, you know, there are some. Just be honest. Yeah, whether, um, yeah, it's. 
there's some, you know, there's there's some things that I've seen that have been presented as tantra and presented as sexual therapy, and it's actually, it seems more to me like an excuse to just be, to indulge quite conventional sexual lust and desire, and that's, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not wanting to, why I'm framing my languages because you know, I don't want to be judgmental about that but it wasn't what ultimate it wasn't what I needed no <laughs> it might have been what a part of me wanted and it was what a part of me wanted but it what it wasn't what I I needed and I knew that and so fine so this was almost like coming to to like even finding you I'd seen your site a year before mm. and I'd read your page and it was like and you know and, at the, and it was and I read your uh, you know the point where you, you say that it's important to discuss it with your partner and I just wasn't at a point where I could with my partner then mm-hmm. um, and then it was just it got to that point where it's just like well wh- what do you why aren't why can't you discuss it with with, with uh, why can't I discuss it with my wife and I just you know I need if, if this is the thing I think I really need mm. and it's and it, it, I, I, it was. A, I was at a point where I, I didn't feel like I could continue being as having a part of me missing. That's what it felt like. It was. It felt like there was a part of me missing. Hmm. Um, and I really couldn't live in the rest of my life with a part of me missing. Um, and so yeah, I had to speak with her. Now, yeah, as you have said, my wife was fair it was really I, I you know I showed her your site we talked about we looked at the what you know what you were proposing um and the way and I talked about what my intentions were and yeah that that created a much more holding space just it was a it was just uh, it was just freeing hmm. um it was authentic I felt the authenticity of what you were saying and mm-hmm. I you know I had to honor that had to be honored with my own authenticity so that that was the that was you know that's the energy the awareness the, the state of mind mm. that I was bringing to it mm. um, it made it very um, a very clean and pure transaction yeah no stickiness or shame no. or secrecy around that yeah and i think you know when um it's the connotations around tantra like you were saying yeah. that um there are practitioners unfortunately claiming it's tantra when it's it's not that that element of tantra or stage of tantra well even they think the reason i was even i was being hesitant is because i think they're obviously there's a lot of stigma and I don't think it's supported by yeah, people. Yeah, and they, some of them, I think those practitioners think they're practising Tantra as well. Yeah. And then there's, other, you know, there's all sorts of levels. There's ones who just say they're practising Tantra and it's just sex work. Well, it becomes sex more work. an erotic, yeah, erotic yeah. massage yes. and happy ending with no true depth of healing. Well, and, and, no f- and, and nothing to progress from from that. It's an experience. No, it's, it's just so not- meeting the person where we're at, whereas Tantric true tantra will not only just meet you where you're at but take you beyond it's also something that's just done to you yeah in those experiences really explored that 
tantras not dance to you you are the happening yeah um but also uh, i think the the thing around that is that we expect our we expect in our relationships these days for our partner to be our lover our healer our teacher our mother our father our nurse mm. our everything and that's not healthy for our relationships so if we can if we can allow our partners to go and explore and be with a teacher or a healer or whatever for mm. that part of us it gives a sense of freedom in our relationship for us just to be our lover's lover yeah. which is ideally all of us all that we want and yet there's this thing in society that but that's okay he or she can go to a teacher or a healer as long as it's not about sex yeah um, and, and that's a really big part my, my wife's a, a yoga teacher and, and her practice is very somatically based but that's the craziness of it so, yeah. because it's you, you, you know why would we want to teach and heal our lover's sex you, you know, well, to you, hand over you can't because you that have a, responsibility yeah. and to hand over that holding um it just gives a sense of freedom so there's two reasons why and, and just you know i've just to see the way you you attended that and how fresh and clean that's and, made out and obviously it made it, it it happened in stages as well it was there was we i can't say we didn't have there weren't elements of trepidation and friction and of course moment you know moments of doubt and moments of jealousy to start with but as soon as the experience had ha had begun and then I could clearly come back I didn't have to it wasn't a ver I mean I, obviously I, the first time I came back there was more verbal communication hmm. it was like so what happened yeah <laughs> and but then but yeah curiosity um and but then obviously as I was embodying it and I was quite clearly changing in the way that not just how I manage, you know, how I, I was sexually, but how I am, mm. how, you know, uh, I've had a, 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 a really consistent um, mindfulness meditation practice for well over a, a decade. And um, this has changed that completely as well. You know, that mm. it's, that's it's made it's given me more access to that kind of awareness. I'm, I didn't. I've always yeah. so it's. I mean, it's like like you just said. It wasn't. It isn't just about changing our sexuality. It changes your life, yeah. your whole way of being, and the whole way you are in the world, and how we are with others. Yeah, because it's. Yeah, I mean, it's so it's. It's into it, it, it's an integration practice, isn't it? It's bringing. You, re you know, I didn't realise just how disconnected I was from not just my sexuality as an energy, but also from my physical, just disconnected from my penis. Mm. It's just, it was this this thing that I only engage with for a couple of reap for urinating and having sex, and that was it. Mm. So if that, if it's something that's, uh, you know, an intrinsic part of your body, you're, dis you're disconnected from, God, what, I know, 80% of your, of the time, then you're, you know, that's, you're disconnected 80% yeah. of the time. You're not a whole being, you're not, and if it's just that sexual energy is just, is just used for one thing. And, you know, it's a, it, it, it's a, a 
it's a creative force it's a strong you know it's a strong energy it's it's you know it's just it's not separate to it to life it is life mm -hmm. so if you're if you're cutting a part of that off and then holding it in shame and holding it in judgment and then trying to force it at certain times and having only certain criteria where you're it's acceptable or you're proud of it mm. or you're ashamed or you're ashamed of it mm. then it's it's so it's fragmented. just just it's, it's so it's just such a fragmented complex un yeah unsatisfying Mm. And it's also just so it's just so demanding of the body and of the emotions and of the psyche to have to, to, to for it to be a, a performance, at, yeah. to, you know, something that instead of just being this thing that you know, like as I, I can feel it subtly in the background as I'm talking, you know, I can feel mm. my body as I'm talking to you, you know, it's mm -hmm. there, I'm, I'm in my body, whereas before I would have, I would have just been like purely locked into my, my, you know, my cerebral experience of talking to you, my reason, my understanding, and, you know, I would have just lost all sense of my body during it. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, 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 it's, it, yeah. Changes your life. Yeah, changes your life. <laughs> um, so one uh, thing I wanted to... Um, share with those that are listening is that we have discussed um, orgasm and ejaculation mm -hmm. together and how they are two separate things but men are led to believe through the way we're taught in society and even women believe mm. um, that ejaculation is orgasm and they are two it's, separate it's, a, it's, a, it's an orgasm yes it's it a, is an orgasm yeah but and what I mean by that, it's a form of it, yeah. Orgasm is a sensation yeah. of the body. Yeah. And ejaculation is purely the ejaculate, the ejaculate. that we use the semen. Yeah. But we're not taught they're separate things. We don't know we can have them as separate experiences. And so that's something we've discussed. And as you've said, you know, it's something we can read about. We know yeah. some of us are aware it could be a possibility. You can read about it and there can be, there's lots of like how-to yeah. <laughs> things that involve like just loads of PC muscle like it's just it's just mm. another thing to do yeah well that's what we're we're just given lots of yeah like, do this do that and you'll have a great this and that, do this it's still very functional so I'd like you well, to you, share with well, us you, that you know does this really I'm I was a woman yeah. speaking this to you so does it really exist I expect men want to know <laughs> and how how has that been for you well the short answer is yes, <laughs> okay. that really does exist. So you are able to have orgasms without ejaculating? Yeah, well, the, I mean, there's another, there's a converse answer to that. And, and all men will know this, you're able to ejaculate without having an orgasm. Yes. So the, ergo, if, if you've experienced that, if you've, mm. if you've had premature ejaculation or, uh, you know, wet dreams or you know you've or come at a time when you weren't you know whatever when mm. you if you've experienced that then of course you then then the then it, surely mm. there must be the the opposite mm. um 
So how how was that? How was or how is this it's experience ch- for you? It's well, it's change. It, it changes <laughs> okay. all the time. <laughs> it changes. <laughs> really sparkly. Yeah. Well, it changes all the time, mm-hmm. and it changed through the through the course of the the six sessions where I've came to see you, which we have that phase has completed mm-hmm. that cha- it changed all it changed all the way through that as well so um it's funny i guess i bought ideas to what it would be like to it so first of all like i first of all i thought it would you'd still be having hard thrusting sex and but just not, you know, it's like you'd been some way, you know, like the idea of a tantric master just being somebody who doesn't ejaculate. And just, you know, mm-hmm. it's like some, just some really crass sex superhero or <laughs> villain. I'm not quite sure which, which side of the coin it, 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 fall, it falls on. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and so first of all, it was kind of, ex- it was coming, kind of coming out of that because I was like learning slowly to change the way that I moved. Um, so there was some... And your approach. And my, and my approach. And just, yeah. Um, yeah, just as, slowly, as we talked about, just as, you know, it, I didn't just slow, like suddenly take off the who I was before and step out as someone new because that is still an ongoing practice. It's still... Mm. It's, a, it, it, it's a present moment practice, so it changes. Um, so, yeah, the, I think... So there's been times when, um, yeah, I've it, I've just had experiences where I think it's like I'm more just more attuned to what's going on in my body. So that where I would have been so focused before on my genitals mm. and a period of a period of trying not to ejaculate for an amount of time, mm. we're using you know there's all sorts you know stories of you know mm. of how people do that. Think about yeah. Peter Beardsley or something. Yeah. <laughs> or, so you're not stopping yourself. You're not. Yes. Yeah. Not. At, uh, and then all of a sudden, it getting to a point where you can feel it coming, and then you become completely mm. focused on that, and it's like, mm. okay, well, you know, you get past the point of no return. Instead, there were just there's just I've got a whole body of sens- sensations, so I can become more aware of just like an intensity of sensation feeling um in it can be in my heart in my chest or it can be in my head or it can be in a combination of the two or it can move down to uh, um like my perineum and anus or yeah it's a, it's just i'm just more aware that there's more moving around my body so it can feel it can be very very subtle I mean, like, like, like I just said to you earlier, that feeling of being able to feel my body while mm. I'm talking to you—it's not not orgasmic. <laughs> it's like there's a set, there's a constant sensation of uh, in my hands, in you know, it, with, mm. just within my being, and then it can that can just build that you know until it's yeah, very. Um, yeah, forceful, so all-encompassing. Kind of sounds cliche. So, 
like you are orgasmic it's not yeah this is like that like your whole being becomes yeah. orgasmic rather than it being orgasm is something that happens to you yeah you are orgasmic and there's a different quality in that juice yeah absolutely absolutely it's a complete it's a completely different quality yeah it's not it's not short-lived no um and it's not and it means also that that experience is not just contained to your genitals. It's and it it's doesn't all deplete. You. It doesn't deplete in the same way as right. well. So, so you feel so when more so, so when I look, this is something that's changing as well. So I guess this is there's a two there's there's an ongoing experience of this. So there's like if you don't ejaculate in or. or put it in this, when you you know everybody knows the experience of a man coming mm. rolling over and falling to sleep because mm. you're depleted you're just you're you're, you're that's it you're spent you have mm. come mm. job done mm. money shot what it, don't, don't I mean don't even touch me you know don't touch me now yeah. that, that's I mean that's amazing as well because you can have a you can have so without ejaculating you can have this full body experience and actually you want to be touched more, more. you want mm. to talk more you want to engage more, but you can also, it's not as, um, it's not, it, it's okay. So the desire to ejaculate is like, a th it's like a thirsty energy. Mm. It wants, it wants to be satiated. It wants to happen. Whereas the, this, this, this energy, this, the, the energy of orgasm actually nourishes you. You feel alive from it. You, you don't, you don't hunger after, you know, it's not like I've got, I've got to have, you know, I've, I've got to get that because you've got it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not chasing after it. And that, that like, the intense friction-based thrusting, hard, pounding, numbing mm. <laughs> You've explained sex. exactly what I call McDonald's sex and then steak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, steak yeah. is when you're not hungry. Because it's feeding you and nourishing you so much, that steak. And then yeah. McDonald's, which is hard, fast, quick. Gives you, gives you stomach ache. And you're hungry again. Make, make, gives you stomach ache. Yeah, and you're hungry again. Gives you heart disease. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just not, yeah, it's not, yeah, it, it, one's nourishing and the other one isn't. But what I've also, so this is that, when I, I was, as, as I said, it, it's like an ongoing thing. What I've also, so I expe I've experimented by myself through mm -hmm. self-pleasure and and I'm saying that rather than masturbation, masturbation um, and you have a great other podcast on that which was you know I, I listened to it and said oh that's amazing to listen to because yeah that's what I'm intuitively exploring with myself it's that what I, I wanted to find the edges of that with myself where you know how f you know where what was the point so I could just become attuned to how my body works what's the point where actually I am going to come mm. and when you know when I'm not and actually when I can stop and and what happens if I just go further than I want to you know uh I have so I've you know I've spent like I don't know periods of I don't know five weeks without ejaculating and then I've had some experiences where I've ejaculated and I've actually managed, and I can, and, and I can feel, I can actually still, I can feel the difference between the ejaculate going through the epididymis, through, mm. the, out through my urethra. I can feel that, mm. and that is an orgasm. That's a, there's a sensation. It's not an, it's a 
pleasant sensation. So it's not something it, it but it's but there's a I can feel the separate energy of um, joy, fun, excitement, enjoyment, orgasm behind and underneath that. Okay. So yeah, that that was actually allowing myself to ejaculate and ejaculate. And feel that separation. That was that was a real that that was quite you know that was a little light on moment. Mm. Oh, okay. No, that it, it is totally different. Yeah. Because I think before I'd got to a point where I was, I was a bit hesitant to uh, ejaculate. Uh, uh, mm. I shouldn't. It's something I shouldn't do. Mm. And now is that there's a point where I can choose. Like it's something I can choose to do mm. if I want to. And, and I remember us having this conversation. I had. When I when I did that, I actually didn't feel depleted after ejaculating because what I'd done before was actually focus on the energy and I'd and, and I'd felt it moving through my body more. So I'd actually nourished myself to an, with that energy before as yes. well. So it's not I, saying ejaculation is wrong or right. It's but about, I, that was an idea I brought to it as well. You bring yes. all sorts of ideas. Yeah, to I it, think it's you? about men knowing they have a choice. Yeah, There's yeah, a choice to ejaculate or not. Yeah. To ejaculate, knowing that one can actually nourish and resource. Yeah. And be more intense. But it, it's it's ideals, isn't it? I bought I bought an not. ideal to it that was now I'm practicing tantra, so yeah. uh, therefore I don't ejaculate. Yeah. So and it was just like, and it was like I'm. I did one. I I ejaculated a couple of times, and the first time I was really disappointed in myself for having done that. Mm. And I said, oh, you know. Uh, and I felt the whole depletion and I felt tired and that's because I, you know, and so again, I bought a set of, you know, I bought ideals, cultural ideals of what mm. Tantra was to, to this. So I was still trying mm. to, you know, live up to some, you know, it's just, it's, and it's not what it is. It's a felt experience. It's something that you experience within yourself. Um, and it just shows when we've got all these preconceived ideas, so they're not supportive. Mm. To any experience, whether that be tantra, conventional sex, or what we're going to eat at a restaurant, if we've already got an idea about it, yeah, straining. You touched briefly on self pleasure then, and that just highlighted something that even uh, masturbation is something secret and shameful. Something to get done. Rather get than done. <laughs> you took it on board yourself to use masturbation or self-pleasure yeah um, same difference really but that's in, been a that's been a phase as well it was yeah, far more masturbatory to start with rather and it's, than seen it as a self-exploration mm. discovering yourself as a sexual being mm. um, which really you know in our teenage years that's that's what it is it's an exploration but there's a lot of shame around that so it's you know, just to rewire that in yourself, yeah. around your self-pleasure. So, uh, also, while I was listening, I wanted to ask... Um, but just picking up on that, that's... It, it's so different now, the self-pleasure. It's like masturbation was, so, was either was either fueled by fantasy mm. or pornography or... And it was very just like... And get, it was done get, to get... To get to, to the end. Yeah. And it was always an accepted thing, like... You know, we, uh, you know, my wife and I have an open relationship. Masturbation was something that was accepted that we both did. Mm. But it was still a secret thing that we both did. It was like we mm. had, we gave each other the permission and the space to do that. 
but it was sti- there's, there was still shame uh, about yeah. it. So we were trying to be open, but not really. But but not really, you know. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's just craziness how we approach it. It's not as a time of learning about self. Yeah. So that then we know more about ourselves in the world and in our sexual relations, how we connect, etc. Yeah, and it's just um now. If, it's a convenience, it's to get off, it's a, it's a wank, basically. Yeah, well, it's to relieve stress, or it's to get to sleep, or it's to yeah. get rid of that horniness, that, mm. that, that, that hung, like I said, the thirstiness, the hunger that you have. Mm. So get rid of that so yeah. I can get on yeah. with life. life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's getting in the way. This, yeah. this, this, yeah, I mean, really, just get out of the way. Mm. Um, See, I, um, while I was listening to you about ejaculation, how has that been for your wife? You know, because as women, we tend to have this idea that if our man has not come, mm. we haven't pleased him or we I haven't think... fulfilled him or he hasn't done his job when realistically all a woman needs ejaculate for is, is a creation of a baby. We, yeah. But also we do have this desire as a woman to be filled up. Well, and also, and also there's, there's the pornographication of it again, isn't there? So then there's like yeah, yeah, the there's come shot huge, as well. So it's all, it's all focused on that. That's the money sexual, shot, isn't it? That's what it's called. Yeah, experience, not panting and breathing. And then, yeah. wow, he yeah. comes in her face. Yeah. <laughs> on her breasts, on her face. Yeah. In, yeah. Whatever, yeah. It's, We've all it's seen it. Finale. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. It's So... Uh, was it something you discussed and also how did you feel about it so yeah I, I, I mean I guess it is I can't quite remember we, I know we discussed it there's something more we discussed and I'm going to bring you back to that because that's a really important thing it's really clear that I'm having a really great time <laughs> <laughs> it's just like if you don't it's just, it's just uh, there's been a I think the first couple of times to begin with my wife, this is a, something's changed. When my, my, it all sort of coincided. My wife had just come off the coil, so we've started using um, condoms again, mm-hmm. and we haven't used them for years. So it would have been, you know, um, we we used to use the coil in conjunction with um, pulling out. So it was really mm-hmm. clear when I got she, she. There was, a, I think, the first time that I had like a full body orgasm while we were having sex, while we were making love. It was, it was only because I told her that I hadn't ejaculated that she knew. She thought I had. Right. Because of... Your response. Yeah, I mean, it was probably more forceful <laughs> than if I had <laughs> than if I had ejaculated. So, mm. um, I think she's, uh, I mean... She looked happy when I saw her. <laughs> so I think she said, yeah, she said, yeah, she's happy, you know, we're... Mm. Um, we're having more, it's not just we're having more sex, because I'm, you know, we both, we both work, we're both, pa- you know, we're, we're parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, you know, time is the same. I don't, I'm not sure if our frequency of lovemaking is more, but we're more intimate with each other. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more present. I'm not, you know, I, we're just more, yeah, we're more, more intimate with each other. There's more touch. There's more connection. There's more. There's more time. Mm-hmm. It's and that's that. You know that. I, I, 
yeah, I can't, I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to make sense of that, I think, in the talking of, you have to experience that. This, I mean, that at the end of it, it is a felt experience. I feel like there's more time. I'm not as, it's not, I'm not as so divided and pulled into stress and things that are important. Hmm. So there was an always idea, and that, that's, you know, this is coming up as I'm talking about it. There was an idea, I guess, always that, you know, yes, yeah, sex is, yeah, of course it's important. It's, it's what keeps you together. But actually, you can still push it to the side and you can be too tired and you can be too stressed. Or mm. and, and, and then that's a horrible cycle, isn't it? Because you're too tired, you're too stressed, you're not connecting. So you're not connected. So mm. you get pulled apart from each other. Yeah. And that's just a horrible self-fulfilling uh, prophecy, isn't it? So now, mm. you know, now we're just not, you know, it's still the chaos of life, the, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the cars breaking down or the, mm-hmm. the, the, the workshop falling through or the, you know, what, you know, life event X, whatever that is, is still happening, but it's, that's not overtaking. That's not taking priority to just being embodied, being present, being connected to myself Mm-hmm. First and fo- first and foremost, and I don't say that in a derogatory way, but if I'm not connected to myself, how on earth can I connect to someone else? Mm. And I think we do that. It's like that was I, I was listening to what you were saying about, and I was tr- I was trying to make sense of when you were saying about how we expect that our partner to be all things and provide to us, but it, it doesn't. Life doesn't come from outside of you. It's your experience of it and how mm. you connect with it. So you've got to connect. You you've got to. We've uh, talked about that a lot. Yeah. That we know we are told that sex and these things happen to us, but we have to be them ourselves. Yeah. Because um, yeah, we can't show up for someone else if we don't know it. Yeah, and we're looking, and all the time you're looking for, you know, and you know, if you're both doing that in a relationship, looking for the other person to fix you constantly, then you're, mm. then ergo, you're both broken. So you can't mm. fix the other, you can't fix the other person. No. And it's it, but it's 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 got to be how you know you're. That and it also that you know that goes back to that same question you asked me. Why was it okay for your for your wife for you know for my wife for me to come and for me to go on that? She could see as I was you know she's experienced me broken. It's like if I'm actively trying to do something to fix myself, I'm saying that like, I can see you know I'm acknowledging that this isn't working and it's the only thing that I can do is I can't I can only work on myself and my experience in the relationship mm. and I can only sh- I can only bring myself to it mm. I can't you know it's like you can't fix the other person to make it work for you no and that's what people do as well isn't it it's like if you just did, you do this you do that yeah. and you're like this or you never do this or all those things we've all said and we've all we've all heard mm. and we all you know we all mirror as we hear them repeated on mainstream tv and the echo cha- you know the well, echo chamber yeah yeah whereas yeah and i didn't know where it would go and i didn't you know it was like well you know what what would be the worst thing that happened mm. i stayed the same would be the worst thing that happened mm. so it's like you know nothing ventured you've got to you, you uh, but yeah so how is your life now <laughs> Well, it's because no one can quite see your face or your <laughs> sparkly eyes. 
Um, or how actually, like to me, when I see you, your whole body has changed. Well, I, I'm really glad you said that because I was searching in the back of my mind for something and I, and I said to you, I'm going to come back to something. Um, yeah, my body has changed. That's, I used to, you know, as I said, as I said already, I'm a middle-aged man. Carrying an, and, and I do, uh, um, uh, and no one can see me, so, you know, just so people can have a little bit of a picture of me. I do resistance training. I train in the gym. That's the thing I like to do. That's my hobby. That's the, mm. the thing that I like to do to keep me... The idea was to keep me healthy and to keep me mobile. I picked up a load of injuries doing it. Mm. Uh, and I was in pain all the t physically all the time. Um, from, from her, you know, my back hurt. I had stiffness in my legs. Um, uh, I would get to a place where I'd be overtrained, um, mm. and I, 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 I'd get ill. Like you know, like maybe every third or fourth cycle of training, I won't bother to go into training circles. Mm. But over a period of time, I would actually get very physically ill. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd train too hard, and my immune system would get depleted, and I'd get a stomach bug or flu or. You know, I'd get really laid low, like it properly. It also appeared it was something that you felt you had to look like or had to do from an outsider, the training with your body. Yeah, I mean, they're all the whole thing, the whole package is ideas, you know, a lot of what I was carrying, and I knew I was carrying it, but I didn't know how to put it down, was stuff that I'd picked up in my late teens, early 20s about what being a man was. Mm. Um, you know, and I, I was in my late teens in the 80s, so, like, it could just you know who were the male role models then mm. Schwarzenegger <laughs> Stallone <laughs> do you know what I mean it's yeah. like that uh or it, it was you know a, an era of you know of ex of excess of physical excess and all, all sorts of excess so that you know those are, we can laugh about it but they go in there you know and that they're, mm. they're, they're, they're the subconscious is a you know it's a, it's a little it, the sub the, it, it, it's a child it doesn't question things it accepts things and once you put them in there if you don't look at it and deal with them, they're there, they're there and they're, they're, they're walking around with you. So, yeah, I mean, as we've discussed this, it's not like I haven't trained, changed my training pattern mm. or how I, but I'm just, yeah, I've relaxed. Yeah. I'm not in physical pain. You look in your body and relax. Uh, yeah, and I was, I was making a real effort. I was making, so even as I'm saying it to you now, I'm realising, I, I was trying to be in my so body before. I was trying so hard. <laughs> I was trying so hard to be in my body before. Mm. You know, as I said, I had a mindfulness practice. I sat, I sit consistently, you know, 20 minutes every day. <sighs> feel the body, feel the breath, let go of thoughts. <laughs> Get up and be really stressed. <laughs> um, and, you know, yeah, I was under, I was, I was all, you know, an I embodied stress. I wasn't just, you know, you hear, oh, I'm stressed. And, you know, the conventional mind hears that as there's mental stress. But it's no, I am stressed. I, I, my, I was carrying tension. I was lifting with too much tension in my body. Mm. My body was holding too much tension, too much stress. Mm. Things snap under stress. Mm. You know, it's like... Uh, so yeah, I, 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 I'm, I also train now, you know, I guess there's also patterns how you can, you know, I was still trying, you know, I'm in my late forties, not in my mid or my early, I'm in my late forties. I was still trying to train how you could, how I could when I was in my mid twenties, my late twenties, 
I haven't got that body anymore. I haven't got that recovery plan, uh, the ability to recover in that way. I can't be, you know, young bodies can be, you can abuse them. And the, the body's so, it's like a puppy. It will just bounce back and say, okay, and keep <laughs> doing it. You know, and it, it gets abused because of that. The mind abuses it. It forces it into to do things that, but if you, you know, I was still training that way and I couldn't do that anymore. And I was just breaking myself all the time. I mean, even though I was trying to let go of that, I was still holding on to that idea of that's the only, I, that's training. I've mm. got to do it that way. In the same way as that sex, I've got to do it that way. And it's all hard and forced. And, you know, now I just feel, you know, I'm feeling where I'm at. Mm. How does that feel today doing that? Oh, no, I'm feeling, I, I feel stronger. I can lift more of that today. I'm really, I really haven't got that to this. So I'm using a perceived rate of exertion to train. So it always feels about the same, but it isn't the same amount of weight, for example. So, yeah, that was a preamble off into, into how I'm feeling physically and training. Yeah, um, and then how am I feeling? It's like, how's life? Nothing's the same and everything's the same. You know, as I've said already, life's still going the same. You know, it's not like there's been a, a you know, the, like my 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 um, my employment status, my financial status, my my status, <laughs> all those things that I'm, I may have been concerned about before haven't changed. But that yeah, I'm not. That's not how I'm experiencing life. Dude. Do you feel more of a man and, well, not more of a man? Do you feel a man now and a sexual being? So rather than thinking and trying to be what it's, you believe, it's interesting do that, you feel? Yeah, because it's interesting. Giving it words like that feels like it's giving it a form. And I just feel, yeah, I do, but I wouldn't have called it that. I just feel comfortable. I just feel really, I feel okay being who yeah. I am, mm -hmm. feeling how I feel, feeling. I've also just don't have, it's like, it's, I, f I feel less, I have less, it's weird, isn't it? Because everything has become, I feel more sexual and yet I feel like I have less sexual compulsion in the, in the sense that I had it before. You know, I'm not, it's not like I'm. Because Distru when we're satisfied, why is there going to be this compulsion all the time? The compulsion, like you said, comes from thirst. Yeah. It comes from hunger. Well, and also being repressed as well. And repression. Yeah. yeah. So that's our sexual drive. So if you're fully satisfied because you're, you're fully your sexual energy, why are you going to have those uh, cravings? Yeah. As they were. Well, no, that... Uh, okay, I'm... I don't want to go back into the training thing because I've just had a long monologue about it, but it's the same thing with diet. It, it, mm. And as you said, it's the, there's the McDonald's or there's the quality food analogy, but it's the same, you know, it's like if you, if, if you, if you have a diet and it's all based on what you can't do, then you, it's just like, it's just time. It's just a ticking clock. Yeah. It, gonna, it might work for a little time if you, if you, if you uh, abstain. But it's always like you're abstaining from all the things that you want to do, all the things that you like to do, and then you're just going to have a binge, or you're going to yeah. seek, you're going to, you're, you're going to have, you're going to secretly eat those things secretly. You know, yeah, you're, you're going to have a food addiction. You're going to have, or you're going to have a, porn, a secret porn addiction. 
Um, none of those, it just doesn't come up for me like that anymore. Like when I, you know, through self-pleasure, I don't, it's not based on fantasy or external stimulation anymore. I'm feeling something. I'm feeling, I'm not feeling something. I'm feeling my, I'm feeling, sen, I'm feeling the sensations in my body. I'm feeling my body. It's not all sexual either. It flows between being very, you know, I can flow between being very aroused and very sexual and flow into that for a little while and then let go of that and, and be a feeling of tenderness mm-hmm. within myself, a feeling of joy, a feeling of just, uh, just, yeah, pleasure itself, just pleasure in, in ha- being, in bo- be, having a body, being alive. You know, it's really simple. It is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it, it, um, and it can move into, yeah, you can, I can have an, you know, I can be, it can be genitally focused for a period and then it can be actually just be in my breath mm. or just in my heartbeat mm. or, you know, yeah. Um, and it's one of those, I'd, I'd be fascinated to hear what this sounds like without having experienced it, you know, because I, you know, it's like, I don't know how, um, if it would feel like you know just untangible to somebody who hasn't experienced once it once upon a time mm. before this adventure it was untangible yeah to you which was what felt so important to invite you to come as yeah come and speak yeah you're not a sex educator you're not a sex therapist no you're you you know you're a man you're a father you're yeah. a partner you're a lover yeah you you work you have your life all these things and yet you as an ordinary man have created we and allowed an yeah. extraordinary experience from being in your body and knowing yourself to be a sexual sensual being so well, it's both things, isn't it? It's extraordinarily ordinary. Yeah, but the, invi- yeah. the invitation really was so that um, men and women listening have the... Uh, this is an invitation for, to know that it's, it's a possibility for everyone. Not, it's your, your, your hairs. It's sex bods or gurus or these weirdos on top of mountains. That it's, uh, it's that makes it, That makes it so much more complicated. Having to find a guru. Yes, but this. Yeah, is, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Our way of this is a natural way of being. Yeah, that we haven't been given, or we've spoken about in our sex education, that actually how you are and how you are feeling is a natural. Is we, a natural we all think it's something. Yeah, we all think we have to find. Yeah, it's something that we have to work at or try. Uh, yeah, or yeah. something we have to do. Yeah, and it's a. Uh, and yeah, as I, as I mentioned, it's like a yoga practice. It's all you know. For years, in my wife's a yoga teacher, and I've dropped in and out of it. I've been on retreats. I've not practiced for years. I've gone back to it. But that again was always something I tried to do. And I, you know, because I had the very you know I'd done martial arts, and I and I've done weightlifting. It was always I was always very externally focused. It was like trying to force my body into doing things. And even through so through this practice through this practice, I've begun to be you know, my my yoga is different now mm. i you know i practice but well, this is a yoga it's a you know it's a way of doing things i just allow you know i'm allowing my body to find the 
asana, the, 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 the physical shape. Where, what is that for me today? Where am I at? How does that feel? How can I grow into that? Oh, that feels amazing as that muscle slowly releases. Hmm. If I give it the time to, instead of trying to make it release, and then because I'm trying to make it release, I'm forcing it to do that. And it's that that's I'm using that you know as another allegory for how that is. So it sounds like just to complete this, because hmm. <laughs> there's an awful lot to say. Um, just sounds really that all the trying and the doing and the pushing and making something happen. It's just the, the most simple key theme running through all this is that you just allowed. Rather than I slowly, trying and pushing, you slow down. I slowly got out of the way. And you got out of the way. Slowly, slowly, you facilitated a space mm. and helped me find, to find a way to get out of the way mm. and actually just feel things mm. instead of trying to make things happen, worrying that things weren't happening, worrying that things were going to happen, mm. worrying, being concerned, forcing, just... Yeah, just getting out of the way, just experiencing it. Thank you, Matt. It's been really wonderful to talk to you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. You have been listening to Brighton Talk Sex. Audio hosted by Michelle Roberton. For more information, please visit brightontalksex.com.